Hello and welcome to Show Starters. Today we cover Andrew's hangover cure, creeping in the workplace, lousy shopping experiences, why you should care, and who's auditioning to be a real housewife of Chicago. Stay tuned. back once again welcome back welcome back welcome back kind of feels like it's been a month and a day since we've talked it's been exactly one week i know (laughs) i know i know but i don't know long week it's been a long time Uh, apparently i guess oh okay i guess it was a rough 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 weekend though i um I far overindulged more than I thought I could handle on Friday night. Uh-oh. And my my old body just uh can't can't process as much as it could can these uh, days. Mm-mm. Yeah. Mm-mm. Well, it, the problem is so uh the friend and I that went out on Friday night, uh we of course went and had dinner and drinks, but mostly drinks, and we are Uh-oh. just so damn charming. We, of course, make friends with the bartender. Here we go. (laughs) um, Pro note for all of our listeners, when you are in an a-hole to the bartender, you get free drinks. Just got to throw it out there. Not all the time. If you're as charming as moi, it happens. So we, um, we probably had four cocktails each, and... We, I think, paid for one round of shots and had four free rounds of shots. And our bill came out to, with food, and we also had dinner, and we each only paid, uh, before tip, 40 bucks each. Oh, yeah. Wings, et cetera? <laughs> no. No. Like this it little... Sounds, it sounds like a lovely night. <laughs> it, was, it was delightful in the evening, but the next day was not so great. Oh, no. How late were you out, though? Okay, that's a big factor. Not late. Oh, my God. I oh. think I was home by 11.45 at oh. the latest. Yes. Oh, get it together. I know. My body just uh, can't keep up with my charm, apparently. So Lord, You know what you should do <laughs> next time? Listen to me. Pro you tip. You should take... Pro you take some ibuprofen before you even start drinking. Uh, okay, before drinking. That... And that slows down okay. the process of getting drunk, and it helps your body to, <laughs> I don't know, not get hungover as much. So, But I didn't anticipate drinking that much. It's just And that... then take two more before you go to sleep with a full glass of water. Boop. Yeah, see, that was my problem. And like, then you've got to have like a fountain Pepsi or Coke the next morning. Mm-mm. I I just thank God I did not throw up in the Uber on the way home because that would have been a mess. Like it was one of those even where on the every, way home. Oh my God, everything was spinning, and it, I thank God I had my phone to focus on the entire time because it was it was rough. It was rough. I haven't had Why one of those. Why don't you nights. ever get that drunk with me? With me, you just like <laughs> all right. I'm going upstairs, going to bed. <laughs> because the last time I did, I was drugged. And that was just a hot mess. You were not drugged, and then, by and the then way. I had ghosts show up to me in the middle of the night, and it was just, it was Stop. Rough. Stop. <laughs> Speaking of the person that allegedly drugged you, I went out with her last night. We had a great time. <laughs> of course. <laughs> Did you uh, sample the pillbox? 
No, but um, a friend of ours is an executive chef, and they just mm-hmm. opened a new restaurant, and so they had a soft opening, and we went to that, and it was wonderful. I'm so proud. I love when friends like succeed and achieve yeah. their dreams and goals. Like I'm so proud. Yeah, yeah. To see I it agree. all come together, and when you're happy uh, to support. Yeah, I feel like this year a lot of friends have. Like another friend of mine started his own business and it's been so successful. And of course there's scary times and it's nerve wracking, but he's doing it and he's on his own, doing it on his own and making it happen. And and it's something to be proud of. And I'm so proud. And like you're starting the leader coach stuff and it's just, I don't know. It warms my heart to see people like branching out and chasing their dreams and achieving them. Taking a risk, you know? Yeah. Doing it. Um, yeah, that's exciting. That's exciting. Um, I also wanted to share, so the last couple days at work, I have a really good work friend who just is not shy whatsoever. And now that we share a space with multiple peoples and departments, um, of course, you know, we on the prowl, just looking at all the... What oh, potential good-lookings are out there. And she has no shame. She will spark up a conversation. So there is one um, one handsome fella who works in a different department. And we all eat lunch together uh, from our department because we've always said scheduled lunch times. And you're swallowing down hot dogs in one bite, aren't you? You know it like like you it nasty. was a summertime hot dog eating contest. You nasty. <laughs> no. Um, but she just strikes up conversation. So now he's been more in tune to every time that we're there to like come over or say hi. And um, he's very fascinating. Like we learn different things about him because he's not he wasn't born in the States. And so we're learning different things. About does he him. know does he know he's attractive? I don't think so. See, I always want, like, how can you not know? But some people, they know it, and you're like, okay, that's kind of attractive, too. That's the cockiness can yeah. be hot, too. But some people don't know it, and I'm just like, hmm. No, because this hmm. particular person is, he's kind of quiet, a little subtle, um, and he has the accent, because obviously he did it. He only moved to the States, I would say, probably in the last decade or so at most. S- send me a picture. I'll have to sneak one. Uh, I think I may have one that I You are took. creepy as hell. <laughs> I'll send you one. Creepy as I know um, you have one. You take pictures of people when they don't know. You're I a do. Creep. I actually You're a creep. I, I consider it a talent actually because it's it can be very tricky. So I consider it almost illegal. So stop. <laughs> I'm not posting them. It's for my own um, you know, for my own game, so to speak. What a mess. Uh, but it's good. It's been fun. Like uh, just getting to know new people. And like, she, so my friend has been like the segue to connect and just branch out. But today we were eating uh, my new batch of boiled peanuts that I made recently. Oh, Lord. Round two was far more successful. Um, so, and I got a little fancy, did some dill, little dill flavored peanuts and some Cajun. So you're not mm, subtle at all. My are nuts you? are flavorful and spicy. Okay. Pickled nuts. <laughs> so is he gay? Pickled nuts. The jury's still out. I say no, okay. but I uh, I don't I don't think so. Do you know there is one surefire way to sound to find out? You just pull your penis out at the urinal and just start talking and face no, each it's, other. No, it's a fail-proof question <laughs> that I've used for many years. Do oh, another another Andrew Pro tip. What's the fail-safe question? Okay, so. You have him one-on-one, you look him directly in the eye, and you say, 
Are, Are you, you circumcised? <laughs> Are you gay? <laughs> so stupid. That'll tell you all you need to know. Hey, listen, Probably. straight talk makes for straight answers, straight understanding. Well, most of the time. Most of the time. Or gay talk and gay understanding. True, true. Yes, yeah, I could throw in like a yes, God, or something. <laughs> and see how he responds. No, I'll pull a classic, Karen. Honey, if there is a penis in a vagina in a burning tent, which one do you save? Yeah, 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 exactly. Exactly. <laughs> That's funny. You're so stupid. That is funny. Um, I'm excited for Thanksgiving coming up, even though I'll be mostly alone. Um, but <laughs> I'm looking forward to it. Why? I don't know, you got your little gathering. Just, I don't know, like the season Thanksgiving food. Like, I, I, like, I love it. Are you even going to eat Thanksgiving food? You're not doing anything for Thanksgiving. Well, I may pick up like some groceries and something to do, something small on my own and make like Maybe a favorite Thanksgiving dish or two. He's going to McDonald's. McRib. Oh, McRib. I want a McRib. It's so good. It's oh, so good. God. That's so gross. Ew. I've no, never had delicious. one. But what? Then don't judge. Don't I judge. can only imagine how gross it is. Judging McJudgerson. Anyway, speaking of holidays, guess what I did today? What did you do today? Did you I... carol or did you shake your bell and ask for money? Are you ready to jingle your bells? <laughs> no. I um which by the way, I can't stand that. I know those people are for charity, but stop begging. It's like beggars. It's like we're trying to eradicate homelessness and so are you by ringing those bells and you're acting like a homeless person asking for money. Ugh. They like, are let me just I have to pretend annoying. to be on my phone every damn time. I am shocked that those people don't wear earplugs and stuff like that cuz that bell that would get me. I I just don't like mm-hmm. begging for money. I don't know. Whatever. I'm like, can you move? <laughs> like your your guilt doesn't work on me. It's a wasted emotion. Same. I just keep walking. I'm like the church yeah. couldn't guilt me. My parents couldn't guilt me. Neither can you. Move. <laughs> move. I'm gay. Move. I'm gay. <laughs> so anyway. Anyway, what were you doing today that was so holiday cheerful? Uh, I went shopping. Holiday shopping. <laughs> well, I was like, what's the difference between every other day? <laughs> and holiday. Well, so you went shopping with the intent of buying a gift for others. So yes, I bought. Well, I bought decorations because speaking of charity, I'm um, decorating a room at the Ruth Beer Mansion, the museum, which is a house museum here in town. And um, how old is the, the mansion? It was built in 1910. Damn. Yeah, it's a it's a Beaux Arts style. It's beautiful. I've decorated the whole mansion before, but this year um, they're doing, it's called Christmas by Design. And so different designers or stores locally are decorating each room. So I have, yeah, I have the dining room and then each designer chooses a charity (laughs) of their choice. And I chose Cancer Resources for our county, for Elkhart County. And they, the public votes on which room is their favorite that's decorated, and then whoever wins their charity of choice gets a thousand dollars. So wow, it's a nice little little thing. You know, will help get people into the Ruth Mirror, help whatever charity yeah. wins. And did you just go to Spencer's and buy all the penis uh, decorative oh, items? Oh my <laughs> gosh! 
<laughs> it's pickles everywhere. You know those little pickle ornaments? <laughs> yes. Which pickles is a German thing? No, yeah. Know. No, I saw an eggplant ornament and I died. <laughs> I almost bought it and sent it to you. I should have. Yes, you should have. It's the thought that counts, so enjoy the thought. <laughs> no, it doesn't. I like material things, but go, <laughs> go on about your holiday shopping. So you got it's a couple like, decorations. It's like, it's like Grandma always said, Christmas is about presents. <laughs> it is. And getting, receiving. Um, well. So anyways, so yeah, I went, so I went shopping today, buy some decorations while I'm out, buy some gifts. Chan, you know these people be crazy out here. These people are crazy. Already? Yes. Why? That first, don't make no sense to me. First of all, I went out with the intention Wait, to- Wait, what have... city did you go shopping in? South Bend, Mishawaka. Okay. It's still crazy. Yeah. No, like the traffic was nuts. And, and like, it's a weekday. What are you all- Go to work. What are you all doing? And these women, God bless, driving their SUVs- the parking lot was like a freaking war zone. Now, I don't like to what? park close. I like to park far out. Were you at the mall? No, I did not go to the mall. But oh, I went to like okay. all those little strip malls and plazas and all yeah. that. You know, like I went to Home Goods and TJ Maxx and uh, Bed Bath and Beyond. Okay, and... but those are like destinations in of themselves. So I'm yeah. surprised that they were as full. That's crazy. Oh, it was. So my thing is, I try to park far away. Because I don't want my car getting dinged, and I like to walk because I get my steps in, and that's why I stay skinny. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. 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 And so I'm trying to like park out there. People are zipping through the lanes. I'm like, stop. So then I park as far away as possible with like nobody around me. Someone pulls right up next to me and parks next to me. That's so annoying. When you see a car. Parked far out by itself. You know that means they want to park to get alone. Self love on in a parking lot during the day so that they no, but <laughs> it means they want to park alone where you don't ding their Maybe. car. Why the hell would you park right next to them? Was it a male or female? It was a female. Oh. Well, maybe she's trying to either do the same or. I don't know. But why would she park next to me? There were so many spots. It was so annoying. Or she so thinks anyways. it's a hookup. Who knows? It's what? a Tinder no, thing. No, she was, she was a mess. And I'm like, just go away. And so then we get inside, and it's just crazy. I mean, I used to work in visual merchandising, and some of these stores, there's just shit everywhere. Well, it's a, it's a rat race. It's people. Care, I think people care less about... The experience of shopping at this point, and they I don't just like want that. It. What happened to Marshall Fields? You know, because like, it's all available online, so people just they want the product. And but exactly, that's why the store shopping experience should be so much better. And I'm telling you, they hired all these people for seasonal help. These people are standing around, avoiding work. Yep. And to me, that falls on management. As a manager, Absolutely. you should inspire your employees to create. A festive atmosphere, a clean atmosphere. See something, do something. If you see all the towels have fallen off the rack, I mean, six Pick employees walked by. Yeah. So this is what you're going to do. When I see you next, I'm going to get you a giant box of business cards for me, and you're going to pa- pass them out when you see these things, and you say, I have a friend who can consult your team. 
Yes, I will. Absolutely. No, you need that. I, I recently, um, one of my client's tenants hired a new manager and she wanted to meet. And so mm-hmm. I met with her. I love her. She's older. Not old, but you know, she she had retired already and came out of retirement. Sure. She's she's that good. You know, she's yeah. in her sixties. She's that good that they begged her to come out of retirement to help with this new facility and, and team. And she said to me something along the lines of, I believe in excellence, telling the truth soon, sooner rather than later, and having a win win understanding between client and provider. Right. And so we did a walkthrough of the property and pointed out things that needed to be fixed, things that they had done. It was so refreshing to have somebody who wasn't trying to get one over on you. Instead, she's like, I believe in integrity. I believe first impressions matter is what she said. Yes. And she said, even though it's just our employees coming to this facility, I want them to be inspired when they get here first thing in the morning, and I want to set them up for success. And I want it to be organized. I want it to be clean. I want it to smell nice. I want this. I want that. So they're, she's like, I would like to repaint this, this, and this on our dime. I said, absolutely. I'll clear it with the owner of the building, but absolutely. you know. Yeah. I love that. that but that that's is how it should be. Like, how it should be. Yes, because even, I mean... I'll walk through our offices or our campus and there'll be thing like a Kleenex on the floor, like an unused Kleenex or like a receipt that somebody dropped and yeah. 10,000 people will walk past it before. And, and they'll, they're like, nah, EVS will get it. I'm like, no, no, this is no, a reflection no, no. of us. This is our home. This is our environment. So yes. Pick one it of up. the, one of the properties that I manage, the owner of the property who had their own business for many years and then sold the business and, and whatnot. They own, they still own the property. We're, I mean, we're talking that, you know, they owned, you know, a $30 million company. And whenever he's around, he will pick up trash off the ground. Yeah. And that is such a, I'm like, wow. You know, or if, or if there's something, you know, askew or dirty, he'll grab a paper towel and wipe it up. It's taking pride in it. And it's like, that's setting the example from the top down. Yes. This yes. manager at this store that I was at today, she was back in the office all the time. Now, maybe she had ordering to do or things to do or whatever. Sure. But she came out and walked right by all that stuff. Didn't I would either stop and fix it as an example to the employees and as a service to your customers. Or I would stop and say, hey, Jessica or whoever, mm-hmm. can you go to aisle three and pick up those towels. They're like a pile of towels on the ground. Number one, they're going to get dirty and trampled upon, and then they're out of inventory. We're going to have to yep. Yep. cut those out. Or it just looks bad. Yeah. yeah. It makes the merchandise seem like it's not valuable. Right. Yeah, I agree. I mean, the, the, those things make a difference because when it, when it happens top down, then it translates down to your people who then translate to your customers or those people that you're serving. So it's just... Yeah, I, I worked. Yeah. I worked for a gentleman once in my. Well, I was probably late teens, in high school, maybe freshman in college, and um, a very brief time. He was a lawyer, and his mantra or his mandate to all of us in the office: there were like four people, one lady that had been with him for like you know fifty years. You know, the secretary. I loved yeah. her. 
now they'd call them the executive assistant or administrative assistant. Yes, yes. She was in charge of everything, and she did not miss a beat. Yeah. But one thing that he said and she reinforced was, every day when you leave, your desk should be completely clean. She said when clients walk in and they see paper stacks and all this stuff around, absolutely not. That's why we have files, filing yeah. cabinets, drawers. You bring a briefcase and you take whatever you're working on with you. And then when you come in tomorrow, you can get that stuff back out and do it. But when you leave, your desk should be clean. If clients see a messy desk, they assume that we can't handle what we're doing. And it sets a bad precedent. Yeah. Yeah. I so love So you just that. opened your drawer and slid everything on your desk in there <laughs> before you closed up shop for the day. Stop it. <laughs> no. <laughs> Anyways, enough of that rant. Right I just... on top of that, Rose. <laughs> okay. Got it, girl. I just burned everything. Threw it in the trash. <laughs> yeah. Can you reprint all was, 500 pages was, of that? It was all computers, electronics. You just light <laughs> your computer on fire. <laughs> the lamp I threw out the window. Yeah, that's clean. <laughs> so stupid. Anyways, that's just that's just my experience with that. I think that first impressions are important, and I think that um, having an attitude of excellence, and if you're a leader presenting that to your team and inspiring them to adopt that same mentality is so important and it would make the world a more lovely place. It would, but so I, you know what I, I'm trying to, I'm reflecting back on the days when I was a young manager, even at, at Dairy Queen. And there are things not Dairy Queen. Yes, ma'am. Okay. (laughs) That I look back at now and I'm like, Wow, I really was a ter- like in certain aspects. I was not the best manager either because I didn't do this or I did this or what have you. But I think some of it obviously will come with maturity, experience. But I also think it deals with an exposure to different environments. So you know, working here in the city, you know, and I go back to some of the the rural, more rural areas mm-hmm. of you know the of Michiana, and I'm like. Oh, you know, I would, this is, I would totally do this differently or yes, I would look at this differently. I would train these people for this. And I just think when you're, when you grow up in that environment, you work in that environment, you're, you're just, you're complicit with the current stay status because you don't know how to well, do you don't anything. know any better. Yeah. <clears throat> and I know I mean, that's, that's a terrible I... excuse. No, uh, it's especially not. Especially for it's management. Reality. It's reality. And it is. It's whoever hired those managers, it's their responsibility to... Agree. The buck stops at the top. Absolutely. Absolutely. And like we talked about, it's got to happen top down. Model, behavior, um, expectations, everything. Mentorship. I remember when I was very young in the antiques industry, teenager, and someone told me that I should start, or I read it. Maybe it was. Shut up. (laughs) No. No, let me talk. So someone, I think I read it in a book, actually. I think it might have been a Martha Stewart book. The Martha, <laughs> of course it was. I think it was The Martha Rules, which is still one of my favorite books. Um, but she said something like, go expose yourself to new... Uh, expose yourself. I, I know. see you already <laughs> wanting to make a joke. Expose yourself to strangers in the park. Yes. Yes. No. Expose yourself to 
better quality pieces than you can afford or than you would ever have seen in your life. So if you can only afford to go to, let's say back in the day, Kmart, (laughs) sorry, Martha, or, you know, Target or whatever. And that's where you're going to get your furniture is Target or, you know, one of these value city big box places. Right. Go to a step up, go to like an Ethan Allen and just see the difference and touch and, and feel and sit and see the difference of the quality and then go to, you know, perhaps, uh, you know, an even better store. Mm-hmm. And then go to an even better store where they do custom furniture, or whatever. Not that you're going to buy that, but you're going to understand the difference. Same with art. You know, go to museums, expose, not expose yourself, um, put yourself in a place <laughs> where you can experience the best quality so that at least you understand. Yes. Yeah. You know? Yeah. No, I get that. And I think, but I think, like I said, a lot of time, when did you just that? And I don't want to say simple-minded in the in not necessarily like the negative side of it, but it's just like when you grow up in a simple lifestyle and you well, know, yeah, and you I grew up like, around here. I'm because I'm thinking like as a farm kid, and if I were to continue yeah. to be on the farm, I would never like never think of oh, customer well, service yeah. has to be this or and this is only this. this is only if you have aspirations, and we're going a little yeah. to a different topic now. But I know if you have aspirations and stuff. I mean, I remember. I was not exposed to all those things when I was young, when I was a kid. No. But I remember wanting different. I'm not going to say better because it's not better. It's different. Um, who's to say what's better? You know? Well. More money is not necessarily <laughs> better. No, some people don't want more. Some people are content and happy with yes. what they're yes. happy with. And more yeah, does not mean better. And um, better quality doesn't necessarily always mean that it's better in like a snooty way. You know what yeah. I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I get that. I get that. But. A car's a car. It gets you from point A to point B. A suitcase is a suitcase. I don't care if you bought it at Walmart or if you bought it's Louis Vuitton, you know? Right. If it fits the clothes, it fits the clothes. But if you care about quality and craftsmanship and status and all symbolism and all that kind of thing, then okay. Then that's okay. There's nothing wrong with that. But I remember being young and, you know, Going to Red Lobster and I thinking that was like five star Michelin oh. experience. Oh, we are going out, honey. Yes, we're going out on the town. Yes, yes. And then as I got a little bit older and into college and whatnot, I realized, wait, there's a whole other world I have not been exposed to. Right, and that I would like to expose myself. Mm. <laughs> introduce yourself to. introduce myself to <laughs> now i couldn't afford it but well, i would thing. like but i would go more often than not it does require more money but just, listen not necessarily there are ways you just find I you would, a sugar daddy and... no bitch <laughs> i'm trying to give practical advice to the young to people listening <laughs> i'm have, i'm trying you want to put your what in my where I'm trying to give practical <laughs> advice to the young people listening who want to aspire, okay? Yes. I, there I, once I was a boy it. named Andrew, okay? <laughs> and I wanted that good life, you know, that she, she, she. And I would go to these high-end restaurants or I would go to Chicago mm-hmm. and I'd go to the Ritz, the Four Seasons, all of it, the Drake. But I would just go and get one drink. 
and I would sit at the bar and I would observe and I would watch how people acted and I would see what they That's wore, what hookers how they, do. <laughs> how they spoke. Shut up. It's the same thing as I going to a museum and exposing yeah. your mind to new things. It's the same thing as going to, you know, a high end store and seeing, Oh, this is what a handcrafted glass looks like. It's yeah. different. It doesn't have a seam. Yeah. It doesn't have, you know, it's thinner. So going to those places and watching the people, talking to people, listening to how they spoke, um, looking at what they wore, observing the surroundings, you know, oh, there's no peanut shells on the floor. You know what I'm saying? Right, 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 right. No, I get that. And I think that's, you know, honestly, I think that's part of the reason why I'm such an advocate for volunteering, even back in Michigan still, because I want to be able to try to help show people that like show yes. like the the young people coming through that the ones you know, that want it yeah but that it's available it exists that there's another world out there versus that's from right what you grew up so um being able to share that a little bit so i agree yeah it's for those of us that have experienced it's our, we have to do due diligence to open that door to others and sometimes invite them into that world um to know that there's more out there you know i would love to do some kind of like training or classes or experiences for young people who do want that, like to learn some etiquette and to learn about, you know, this, you know, wine and how to order a drink and how to build confidence and, um, you know, what's an aperitif and what's an after dinner drink and, experience those different things so that when they're out, they're not intimidated. Cause really all it is, is knowledge. You don't know what you don't know. And once right. you have that knowledge, then on, whether you use it or not all the time, doesn't matter, but you know the rules to the game and you can play the game and win. Mm-hmm. If you don't know the rules, that's intimidating to not know how to set a table. And then you're having someone over to your house. Andrew's that's finishing scary. school. Yeah, it's there finishing school, really, but I mean that has its own connotations. Like this is just like <laughs> I know. people don't know how to live, and then they want to reject it because they don't understand it. But if they understood it, I think they would enjoy it. Not everyone, but the ones yeah. that care. Yeah, I agree. Like people who are and I, and again, I don't mean ignorant in the bad way, but just unaware. I th- unaware can, can yeah. poke fun at or kind of turn their nose to it. But well, after it's, some it's, exposure, know, they're I like, know people. Uh, I know people who, you know, live like trash. I mean, let's just be honest. And they're people that I adore. But they also know how to get it together and go to a formal dinner and how to behave, how to make conversation. (laughs) Yes. Yeah. With with your garbage ass. But no, I'm just saying like. I love a TV tray, okay? I love yeah. a TV tray yeah. and some pizza and paper towel sitting in front of the TV watching garbage TV, you know? Speaking of, did you know that The Real Housewives just announced they're going to do a franchise no. in Salt Lake City? No, but I don't follow them. I, there was a rumor that they were coming here to Chicago, though. Yeah, excuse me. Where is Chicago? Where is Real Housewives <laughs> of Chicago? Those people have money. Yeah, and I would totally audition for that show. Chicago is like the place to be. You've got 
the beach, you've got the city, you've got the river, you've got right. great food, you've got nightlife, you've got shopping, the magnificent mile, you've got charities for days. Like, can you can you connect with with Andy on that one? And well, yeah, you, and you <laughs> you know all these Midwest transplants that live in Chicago. Yes. those people are from the hood and the ghetto, and now they have money. Like, there'll yes. be some ratchet fights, hair pulling, wigs. I would do all of that. All of that. All of it. I would do all of it. Just saying. Anyways, but yeah, I love um, a TV tray, and I know how to live like that too. But yeah, no, it's just the it's other. just the unknown. Like I remember coming home from college with a pair of Chuck Taylors. As I don't as know what radical that radical as that sounds. The All Star Converse Chuck Taylors. Okay. No, still you still don't know. know. What it is. Anyway, it's because you're too cultured. I still um, don't know her. <laughs> <laughs> but What's... I remember that being a big deal, and my family were like, "What? Why are you wearing those shoes? Like those are from the '50s." I'm like, "No, they're cool. They're hip. They're in." And then, like two years later or a year later, like 90% of my family had Chuck Taylors. It's just like it's Stop. funny. They'll poke fun at certain things, but then they they're exposed to it. They're introduced to it. And they're like, "Oh, I actually kind of like what's happening here." And they copied, adopted it. Yeah, so. What a mess. I know. Trend trendsetter. Okay, whatever. Um, but speaking of trendsetters, I just have to thank all of our followers and listeners who have, it seems like it's surged recently, uh, back up again. So I'm super happy about that. Um, and special shout out to friend of the show, Chaz Cougar Melon Bono. You know who you are. <laughs> um, but I'm just, I'm very appreciative of, you know, the 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 love that we're experiencing so special thanks to you all you show starters you you're the best <laughs> we adore you um and if you aren't a show starters fan you should be by now you can head over obviously to all of our social media facebook fan page at show starters fans and uh our instagram at show starters and leave us some love there too And we'll continue to roll out these new episodes uh, that we've got coming your way. Uh, We have an exciting, by this time, we should have a contest winner selected once this airs. And we'll be, um, you know, sharing those results and upcoming fun episodes yet to come. So with that, we'll see you all next time. See ya! See ya!